Phil. I know you want to smile. I've got a lot of energy this morning, which is a good thing. I feel good. Hope you all do too. Uh, things are going to be a little bit different today, and I'll let Steve touch on that when he comes up. But I do want to open up the service and just say, praise the Lord. He's been good to me all week. I hope he's been good to you. I know he's been with you because <laughs> he's always with you no matter what. He always walks with you. And just know this is a church. We're going to follow the leadership of the Lord. And the Lord changed it up a little bit today. So, But I do want to take a second and pray over the service. If you'll pray with me. Our most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for who you are. We thank you for how you minister to us, Lord. Lord, we just want to do what you want us to do. We want to follow your path and step where you step, Lord. Just ask that you minister in this service, Father. That you, uh, Lord, just touch the ones that need to be touched today, Father. That you minister to everyone. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you and praise you. In your gracious Son, Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Can you say amen? Amen. Oh, bless God. I don't know about you, Brent, but I tell you what, brother, I am feeling that same excitement. Amen. amen. It's just like the atmosphere is rumbling, tumbling, and bumbling right on down the road. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. God is so good. God is so good. Well, church, normally we want to welcome our visitors this morning. By the way, we're so glad that you came to join us in the house of the Lord today. Uh, welcome. If you receive one of those green cards, Roy, I think you can pass those out, brother, if you're available. Uh, we have a gift for you, so please do not leave the house today without getting your gift. Amen. Praise the Lord. But we welcome you, and we also want to say we typically will have like uh, praise and worship. We go into praise and worship first. Amen. And and uh, we just kind of enter into God's presence that way, and, and that's okay. Can you say amen? amen? Amen. Yeah, that's okay to do things that way. And um, I have to be perfectly honest with you. Sometimes it just seems like I kind of fly by the seat of my pants, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. somebody said, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know what I like to call it? Normally, I like to call it following the lead of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, today is one of those days. Amen. God gave me a message. And as a matter of fact, he gave it like last minute. Amen. Praise the Lord. He gave this message last minute and it had to do with traditions. Traditions. Amen. So traditionally, new life will come in. Now this, this word came after he gave the message. So let's put this in order. So traditionally, new life will come in. We'll do our praise and worship, you know, just follow the lead of the Lord, and, and then we'll have the message, amen, and just kind of continue to follow the lead of the Lord. Well, this morning, amen, something took place. was no major deal or anything, amen. But I'm getting ready, and I'm saying, Lord, what, what do you want to do? And this come to my spirit. Preach first. I said, okay, all right, all right, well, all right. So then when I believe I hear a word, I start to meditate, testing that word. And then I want you to know my wife was in the other room, and she said, Hey, Steve, I got an idea. Why don't you just preach first and do the message first? Y'all didn't get that. That really gets my attention. God will confirm his word by two or three witnesses. Can you say amen? Well, that was definitely a witness, hallelujah, because the Lord spoke to my wife the same thing that he was speaking to my spirit. So then I'm sitting there at the desk, and I'm writing something down, and I start to laugh. And Jeanette said, she's in the other room still. What are you laughing about? And I said, well, this morning's message is on traditions. No wonder he would switch things up. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. But you know what? That's the kind of church that I want to be a part of that is willing to follow the lead of the Lord. Amen. Regardless if it goes against that thing that I've always known. Amen. As long as it goes according to his word. Hallelujah. I don't really see in his word where it says that we got to do praise and worship first. Amen. Hallelujah. But it does say in his word that we need to follow after him. Hallelujah. We need to follow his word. We need to be in his word. We we need to learn his word. Amen. Can you say amen? amen? Hallelujah. So church, we're going to get into God's word this morning first, and then we're going to go ahead and we're going to have uh, some praise and worship after the fact. Hallelujah. This is not something that's foreign. I remember about 15 years ago, somebody was here ministering and they actually flipped the service. 
They preached first. Hallelujah. So the Lord is like revisiting something that he had done some years ago. Amen. And that's okay. Can you say amen? Praise God. Turn with me, if you would, this morning to uh, Matthew chapter 15. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew chapter 15. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, we do enjoy praise and worship. We're going to hear some word this morning. Then we're going to go into praise and worship. Hallelujah. And we're just going to enter into God's presence. Church, I promise you, God is doing something special in this house today. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you and we praise you, Lord, for what you're doing. Father God, I just submit myself. I surrender my total being to you. And I humbly ask, Lord, that you would speak by the power and the anointing of your spirit, that your spirit would lead and guide in this service. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. We just look forward, amen, Father, to what you are about to do. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, hallelujah, that, that changes equal opportunity in our lives. We give you the glory and the honor for the opportunities that you have set in order for us, Lord. We worship you, Father. We honor you. We bless that name that is above every name. And right now, Lord, we just open ourselves to follow your lead, glorify yourself. Lord, your word says, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. So Lord, your word says that you are here in the midst of us and we simply thank you for that presence, oh God, the presence of your spirit in the midst of us today, Lord. We give you the glory and the honor in Jesus' mighty name and let the house of the Lord say amen. amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So here in Matthew chapter 15, verse 1, you all know this text of scripture. It's uh, when the scribes and the Pharisees came to Jesus and, and was giving Jesus a hard time because his disciples didn't wash up, amen, before they were getting ready to eat. And so the scribes and Pharisees here in verse 1, it says, Then came to Jesus scribes and Pharisees which were of Jerusalem, saying, why do thy disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? You're going to hear that word a lot today. Why do, the, why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. But Jesus answered and said unto them, Why do you also transgress the commandment of the Lord by your tradition? Amen. That's just like Jesus, just turning it around and flopping it back over on them. So they're saying, hey, why, why are your disciples transgressing the, 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 the traditions of the elders? And Jesus said, whoa, 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 wait just a minute. Why do you allow your traditions to transgress against God? Amen. That tells me right there, we need to kind of just look into our own lives. Amen. We need to kind of look into the mirror a little bit, hallelujah, and, and see where we are, see what we're doing, see what we have taking place in our lives, amen, hallelujah. And I want to tell you something, I'm preaching this to me first and foremost and the hardest of anything, amen, or anybody, hallelujah. But I want to look into my own life and see what my traditions that I have, how they are affecting my walk with Christ, amen, how they're affecting what I do on a daily basis, amen. Now, church, I want to tell you something, <clears throat> you know, we don't shy away here at New Life about getting in people's business, amen, when it comes to Jesus and serving Jesus to the best of our ability, amen, hallelujah, praise God, amen, praise the Lord. And I don't mean to unnecessarily, <clears throat> unnecessarily get into anybody's business or anything without getting into my own first and foremost. So I look in the mirror at myself and I look at the traditions that I have and that I am and that, that I'm a part of. And see how that affects me, amen. See how that affects my walk with the Lord. Hallelujah. But So Jesus went on in verse 4, and he said, For God commanded, saying, Honor thy father and mother, and he that curseth father or mother, let him die the death. Amen. That's a message all on its own right there. But you say, Whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, It is a gift by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me. And honor... Honor not his father or his mother, he shall be free. Thus have you made the commandments of God of none effect by your traditions. Why am I encouraging us to look in the mirror, amen? Just wait, Roy, till after service if you don't mind. Why am I looking at, at, at want us to look in the mirror at our traditions, amen? 
Because we don't want God to be of none effect in our lives. We want God to be effectual in our lives. We want our life to have an effect on those around us for the cause of Jesus Christ. Amen. Because there is no other name that is above that name of Jesus. And the word says that every named thing will bow to the name of Jesus. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So when we walk in that room and we're carrying the favor of God into that room, amen, we don't want our traditions to have a negative effect on what God is wanting to do. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Today is not a message of condemnation, but today is a message where we challenge, where we encourage, amen, where we try to pick people up, amen, and say, live the best life that you can live for God, amen, just knowing that you're saved by the very grace of God, hallelujah, and I don't know about you, but without that grace, I could not even stand before you today, amen, but I want to tell you something, church, there's also a tradition that I've participated in, and that this house has participated, y'all have walked into something today. <laughs> Amen. You walked into something today. Amen. But that's okay. God has an appointment for some reason. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. There is something that this house has walked in for a number of years. Hallelujah. And God will not remove that because it's a part of whom God is. Amen. And it's that grace walk. Y'all got real quiet. But I want to tell you something. As important as that grace walk is, so is our love walk. Amen. amen. But that tradition of grace is not to override, amen, the importance of what we are doing for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're going somewhere with this. So you just hold on. Amen. You'll see where we arrive at the end. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. So we're talking about traditions today. Amen. And we don't want our traditions to, to cause a, a negative effect by what we're doing for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I hope y'all don't chase me out of here. But I know of we never kick nobody out, and I don't want to be the first. That was funny. You can laugh. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Bless the Lord. Amen. So our grace walk is vitally important, but so is our love walk. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for leading and guiding right now. Let's move on to verse 7. He goes on, he says, Ye hypocrites, you did well. Our well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips. But their heart is far from me, but in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrine for doctrines, the commandments of men. Amen. So these people draw nigh unto me with their mouth, but they honoreth me uh, and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Amen. Where is our heart today? What do traditions, our own traditions that we've made, that we've come up with, what do our traditions, how do they affect our hearts? Amen. When it comes to God, hallelujah. How do they affect us? Do they affect us negatively? Do they affect us positively? Amen. Praise the Lord. Do they get in our way of walking in the very grace of God, living in the very love of God, and showing that love to others? Amen. What are our traditions doing to our walk, and not only our walk, but our work that we do in Christ Jesus? Can you say amen? I'm really getting up in my business this morning, and it's okay for you all to amen me and agree that I'm getting in my business business this morning. Amen. Praise God. So what have I allowed my traditions to do? Amen. I know for me, this grace walk that I've been in, that I believe with all of my heart. Amen. For by grace are we saved through our faith in Jesus Christ. Amen. That when we call out upon the name of Jesus and say, Lord, forgive me of my sins, that he's faithful and true. And his blood, that, that atoning blood. Amen. It washes our sins away. Hallelujah. He redeems us because I believe that he died on the cross at Calvary and he rose again the third day from that grave. Hallelujah. I believe all of that is brought on by love first and foremost, by the mercy of God. Hallelujah. Then produced by the grace of God. Amen. So I accept that grace. I live in that grace and I live because of that grace. Amen. I operate in my daily person because of that grace. So I'm not belittling the grace of God, 
But when the grace of God rises up so much that it hinders me from doing these other things because of the tradition of grace that I'm walking in, it's hindering me from doing the work of the Lord that he's called me to do, then I need to begin to take a second look. Can you say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Church, we're getting ready to be set on fire. Hallelujah. So with their mouth, they honor me. They worship me. But their heart is far from me. Where is my heart today? Where is my heart? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's look on down here at Romans. No, let's don't go over there yet. Let's go to verse 10. Verse 10 says, And he called the multitude and said unto them, Hear and understand, not that not that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man, but that which cometh out of the mouth. This defileth a man. Amen. So not what goes in defiles a man, but what comes out. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. I got one, yeah. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. <laughs> I'm really getting in my business today. See, I keep pointing it back to me, not you all. So I'm really getting in my business today. Amen. Hallelujah. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Amen. You know, it's too, too much in this day and time that we don't want to take responsibilities for our own words. We don't want to take responsibility for our own words. Oh, that was Jeanette's fault. <laughs> That's all on Jeanette. Amen. She's my wife. I can say that. <laughs> Amen. Uh, when she gives me that look and does kind of like that, that's when I shut up. <laughs> you, you all understand what I'm saying, right? I mean, it, it's kind of like it, it, it's, it's a generation that, that we have been uh, conditioned to be a part of that nothing's my fault. It's always somebody else's fault. I am the way I am because so-and-so over here made me that way. Well, let me tell you something. The word says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Amen. Hallelujah. We've got to understand the power that our words have. We're not going to go over there, but over in James, it talks about the tongue. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Amen. So not only can we produce life, we can produce death. Amen. Now, a greater thing that I wrestle with, with that scripture, not really wrestle with, I guess, but is if I'm saying that thing, then what is it showing that is in me? Okay? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, let's go on and we'll continue to read here. Amen. So it says here in verse 13, But he answered and said, Every plant which, which my heavenly Father hath not planted shall be rooted up. Let them alone. They be blind leaders of the blind, and if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. Then answered Peter and said unto him, Declare unto us this parable. And Jesus said, are you also yet with me without understanding? Do not yet under do you do not you yet understand that whatsoever entereth into the mouth goeth into the belly and is cast out into the draught. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile a man. Those things that come out come from the heart, and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, and blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. But to eat with unwashing hands, they defileth not a man. So why did we move into what defiles from traditions? Because we have learned and been conditioned, I believe, especially in America... That we just move and go with the flow. Whatever's being said to us, you know, is true without even testing it and checking it. I don't want to live that way. I want to test what somebody says to me. When I watch TV or watch the news or whatever, I want to test that thing that they're saying to me. And you know what my litmus test is? It's got to be the Word of God. This is your final authority as a child of God. This is your final authority, and this is your litmus test. There's a lot of good arguments out there, a lot of good debates. that you, I just hate debating. 
Somebody tries to debate me, I just shut it down and say, what's the word say? What's the word say? I, I've even had people debate me over what the word says or try to debate me over what the word says. And I just have to say, look, respectfully, here's where I am. If that's where your faith takes you, this is where my faith takes me. And then you just show them in the word. So in the day and the hour that we live in, New life has been caught up in, the, in, in a tradition of being, wow, Lord, can I say that? So lax. What's God saying to us today, Roy? He's changing our traditions to what he wants it to be. Look, guys, you know I love you and you know I'll do anything for you. Those of you that aren't here today watching via YouTube or Facebook, you know I love you and I'll do anything for you that I can do. But when my God sets up a Sunday morning the way he has set up this Sunday morning, he's got something he wants to say. And you know what? We better pay attention. There is so, so much vision, promise for this house. It should have never taken 17 years to get this land. You've heard me say that before. It should not take us another 17 years to build the house on the hill. But the more we rest and lie in our traditions that we are currently in, the longer it's going to take us because God is trying to shift and move us. You see that? So what do we do, Steve? We're going to do some changing. I'll say it this way. I'm going to do some changing. At least opportunity has been presented for me to change. Amen. And I'm going to present to this house the opportunity to change. Amen. For some of you, that's what you've been waiting on. Amen. I'm just encouraging us today. You look within yourself. Get before God. We each have to do it as an individual. Get before God and say, Lord, is there anything in my life that I've let set up in my life that's become a tradition, if you will, a tradition that is hindering what I do for the kingdom of God. And look, guys, I know we all work in our workplaces. I'm talking about working on, on, on from the kingdom perspective in our workplaces. Our workplaces, our families, our neighborhoods, that's our network of relationships. That's where God has us set at that particular moment in our life, amen. We are to affect those people, amen. And I know we look to do that, but let me tell you something. There's a plan that God has here, and it's to move from this house to another house because you outgrow it, amen, and then move into the house that God gave that man back there a vision in 2003 when they come around this curve, amen. I've been talking about this for so long, amen, and something is not turning right because it's not manifested yet, amen. Now, God is not surprised by any of this. He's already seen the beginning to the end, amen, and he knows when these things are going to take place, hallelujah. But what he's telling us today is he's trying to encourage us, and he's trying to say, look, out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth is going to speak, and when you speak a word into this atmosphere, you can have an impact on the atmosphere, and you can change what's around you, hallelujah. I don't know if you believe that, but I certainly believe that, amen. I believe when the Christian walks in a room and the very favor of God is released into that room. Oh my, didn't he say that in the word? 
He said something like that in the Word. He said, when you walk into a city, if they receive you, then you go ahead and minister. This is my paraphrase. Then you go ahead and minister to them, amen. And you let your peace be released to them, hallelujah. But if they don't receive you, you dust off your feet and you move on to the next opportunity, hallelujah. How many of us walk through this door, amen. And when you come through the door, you should say, oh, Lord, my peace that you've given me, I release to this house right now in Jesus' name. How many of us walk through our own doorway when we walk into our homes and release what's inside of us into our home. How many of us walk into our workplaces and do the same thing and begin to release the very peace of Jesus Christ that he's given to us to that place where we are? Amen. You can do that. That's who you are. You are Christ in this earth. Glory to God. When we going to believe it? Woo! Even more than that, Will, when we're going to start walking in it, amen. I'm telling you, I promise you, Brent, there's some word coming to this house. And this house has got to be anchored down to get it because God's been working on me with this word for nine months, amen. And I'm just now, Brother Roy, having my mind renewed with this fresh manna from heaven, hallelujah. But it's causing me to step from the natural into the very spiritual Amen. It's causing me to realize that I live in two dimensions at the same time. Hallelujah. Because I've got a spirit man that's inside of me. Hallelujah. You see this natural. You all have heard this. I'm preaching to the choir here. You see this natural man. Amen. When you look at me. But what you don't see is what God sees, which is the spirit man that lives on the inside of me. Amen. You see, Teresa, God said, Whoo, Jesus said it's finished. It's already finished in the heavenlies. And I believe it was the Apostle Paul that says we're seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen. Well, what is it? Am I standing right here in the earth or am I seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus? Amen. You answer that in yourself. For my faith, I believe I'm standing right here in the earth. Amen. My spirit man encapsulated with this body of flesh. But I also believe according to the word, amen, that I'm seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen. And because I am seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, hallelujah, I can change the atmosphere of my workplace. We can change the atmosphere of this house. We got to become workers in this house. I was here when this church was started. I'm getting real today. Look, you know, I love you all. You know, I love you, but it's time to all of you all that are sitting at home. Hmm. We might not have no viewers after this statement. God, you take care of all of you all that are sitting at home. It's time you came back in here and assembled yourself together. Amen. That's right. Amen. It's time. We need you. We need you. If you are not attending church somewhere and you have been a part of new life, you need to come on back to new life and get into the house of the Lord. I say that with all of the love in my heart, amen, that I can muster up glory to God, amen. But it's time that you come off the sidelines and you got in the game, amen, hallelujah. We need you at new life to take new life further. Now, if you don't want to come to new life, that's between you and the Lord. You find you a church or a house of God that teaches and preaches saved by the blood blood of Jesus Christ, and you get in that house, and you go to work for that house. But if you're just going to sit there, come on back and get into the house of the Lord, because we love you, and we want you, and we need you to be here, amen, working for the kingdom. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Church. Oh, okay. All right. I don't want to lose you. Hallelujah. Are you, being, are you hearing what's being said today? I'm not going through another year in 24 like I've been through. I give God the glory for the year I've been through. It's been a wonderful year in so many ways. This house should be bursting at the seams, Teresa. The vision is for this house to burst at the seams. Amen. Hallelujah. We don't determine success by our numbers around here some people say god's not interested in numbers i say that he is because he named a book after it in the bible the book of numbers what did he do in numbers 
He numbered the people in numbers, right? Amen. Hallelujah. It's also God's will that all would be saved and none would perish. All is a number. It's all. Amen. That's why he gave his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. All we got to do, call out to him. Hallelujah. And be saved. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we're looking at our traditions. Hallelujah. I hope you all hear what's being said this morning. 2024. I, I, you know, today should be a Christmas message, maybe. I guess traditionally. Traditionally, we preach the Christmas message the Sunday before Christmas or Christmas Eve. Maybe got to do that next week at Christmas Eve. I don't know. We are having service on Christmas Eve. Amen. Maybe he'll do it then. I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, I just, I, I don't want to be tied by tradition of men. Amen. And I promise you guys, you all know me. Me and Jeanette won't be tied by the tradition of men. The stuff we do, honey, the stuff we do, baby, it, it's, it's not normal. Too much of it's not normal. But as long as it's God-led, I'm okay with that. Aren't you? Amen. Praise the Lord. God is good, church. Amen. Turn with me, if you would, over here to Romans chapter uh, 13. Romans chapter 13. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 So out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I, wanna, I just want to publicly say something. I might have said this before, amen. Uh, as far as me being the pastor of new life, I will not allow new life to make its decisions and choices based on what people say. Okay? We are not a church nor a people, I hope and pray, that allows others to dictate our outcome. Okay? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We want God to dictate our outcome. So how do we find out the direction we're heading in? The direction is found through prayer, chasing after God, pursuing after God, hearing his voice. That being confirmed, just like this morning. God said, preach first. A few minutes later, Jeanette said, hey, why don't you uh, kind of shift the service up and you preach first. Amen. That's a confirming word. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and then the Lord revealed, you know, look, I'm telling you to preach against traditions of men, you know. And so by switching up, we broke a tradition. How many of you come in here, your thought is, well, we're going to go in here and worship the Lord a little while, then we're going to hear a message, and I'm going home to eat. You know, I, I, I've been there and done that. Now, y'all don't have to raise your hand, but more than likely, most of you have. Amen. I mean, I've been there and done that. I want to come into a house of the Lord where, you know, I don't know from Sunday to Sunday what I'm actually going to get because my God is moving by his spirit and by his power. Amen. Hallelujah. This is supposed to be a house according to the promise of the Lord that it grows. Amen. Not by the, 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 the multitude of its programs. Amen. But by the power of the spirit of the living God. God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That's what my heart is. I know that's what this leadership's heart is. Amen. That we want to grow by the power of God's spirit moving this house. But let me tell you something. He has been this way all throughout scripture. Amen. When he releases his power, there's work to do even before he releases his power. Amen. We got to have workers. We got to have workers, people willing to do things. Amen. I've said it too many times, glory to God, but he's not going to release a number of people to come in here if we can't handle them. Amen. If we can't properly train people up, disciple them up and turn them out to ministry. Amen. God's not going to bring them in. So Roy, We've got to get set in order the things of this house moving into 2024 so we can properly handle people that God wants to bring in. Amen? I'm number one. I'm, I'm right there number one. It's on me. It's on my shoulders. You guys move, number one, because God's telling you to move, and number two, just like you had the opportunity to kick me a little bit, I can kick you a little bit. 
Y'all told me I can do that. Maybe not kick you, but hey, Steve, you got something to say to me. You got to say it now, okay? Now, haven't we told each other that? We should have the freedom and the love for each other to do that. Why? Because there's a greater result that God wants to take place. And that's the result of growing his kingdom here at New Life Ministries. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay. Amen. I don't know about y'all, but I'm having a good time. I just see God's hand. I see his fingerprint all over what's going on. I really do. I really do. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Ah, I always pray, Lord, don't let me speak, but you speak. Because I don't want to say something that's wrong. I, I really don't. You, you know, getting, standing behind a pulpit and delivering a message, I mean, when I do a memorial service, I get nervous. When I do a wedding, I get nervous. I really do. Amen. But it's like, well, y'all have experienced it before. It's like when you step up there, amen, it's like that just subsides and God takes over. It's the same way when you preach. Amen. It's just such a responsibility to deliver the word of God. Now, some of you, you let that scare you out of what you're supposed to be doing. Well, we're going to kick on you a little bit too. I don't really mean kick on you a little bit. We're going to encourage you a little bit. Amen. That's a better word, ain't it, Brent? <laughs> Y'all know what Pastor Steve's talking about. Amen. <laughs> I better be careful to get out in the community. Hey, better watch that guy out there. He beats up on his people. <laughs> Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. God is good. Amen. Here in, in uh, Romans, as I wrap this up this morning, I just, I've had a great time in the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for a wonderful time in you. But most of all, we thank you for changing us and ministering to us and creating opportunities for us in the name of Jesus. Romans 13 says, Owe no man anything but to love one another. For he that loveth one another hath fulfilled the law. Amen. Amen. <clears> Owe <throat> no man anything but love. Owe no man anything but love. Love one another. Amen. Hallelujah. This verse jumped out at me this morning like crazy, you all. No matter what we've been through, with whom we've been through it, we don't owe nobody nothing but to love one another. Above all things, we love one another. Amen? Above all things. Above whatever's been done to us, whatever we've done to somebody else, or whatever's happened in our lives, we love one another. Amen? For he that loveth one another hath fulfilled the law. For this, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet. And if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, that thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Amen. So we owe no man nothing except to love one another. And I want to close with verse 10 and 11. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. I want you to hear this verse. And everybody that's watching or watches this video, I want you to hear what's about to be said. And, and that knowing the time, that now it is high time. Knowing the time. We've been talking it to death. Knowing the time. What have we been talking to death? We've been talking the time to death. Knowing the time. That now. Now. Say now. Now. Now say it real loud. Now. Now. It is high time. To awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we first believed. Amen. Amen. Now is time. Whoo. Praise you, Jesus. Now is time for new life to wake out of its sleep. New life has been asleep for too many years. 
And it's time, Joyce, that we woke up out of our sleep and we began to work for the kingdom of God like we never worked before. Amen. I'm not condemning nobody before me. I'm not condemning nobody after me. Amen. I'm talking about now. And the word says that now it is high time. Amen. That we awake out of our sleep. Glory to God. That term sleep there. If I can read my own writing. It says through the idea of subsilence. Catch this. Spiritual torpor. T-O-R-P-O-R. Now, how many of you know what that means? You do, you're a lot better than me. Spiritual, T-O-R-P-O-R. So I had to look up that word, torpor. Remember, we're talking about the definition of uh, sleep. Spiritual torpor. Torpor means the state of mental and... Mortal? No. The state of mental and motor. I should have wrote this down. <laughs> the state of mental and motor inactivity. The spiritual torpor, the state of mental and motor, the things we're able to do, inactivity. So what's God saying? We don't owe nobody nothing but love. But new life, now is your time, and it's high time that you woke up out of your sleep. Amen. Amen. This is to me. If it's to you, you accept it, but that's between you and God. But it's my responsibility to move it out to new life. Amen. Because God says, I want them to change their traditions Traditions of my grace, amen, which is true, and it's part of me, amen, has allowed them to do certain things in their lives. I can't say that. I can say that, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Traditions, amen, of that grace, amen, has also allowed them to let their priorities in this life to become out of alignment with me. That's just me he's talking about. If it's you, you take it to the Lord. But if your priorities are out of line with building the kingdom of God, God is saying today it's high time to wake up, new life. It's high time to wake up. You've been in spiritual torpor. Jeanette will have to teach me how to say that word. In other words, you've been in spiritual, mental, and motor inactivity. Inactivity, Steve. Inactivity. Uh-uh. In 2024, you better get your running shoes on. Because we will come out of this inactivity and we will move forward. Amen? Amen. There is a promise of God upon this house that no one superstar pastor will ever do. It's a team. It's a team. It will take a team to do this. Amen? I believe with all of my heart there are millions of dollars that are in the atmosphere that God is ready to release to this house to build out this vision over here. I believe that with all of my heart. Amen. God's looking for somebody that will step out of their tradition of saying, oh, I got to go out and work. This is me that I'm talking about you all. I got to go out and work to produce this millions of dollars. Amen. God, hey, look, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all of these things will be added unto you. Amen. You be faithful with your tithes and offerings. Something we don't talk about a whole lot here. But next year, I've been robbing you. I've been robbing you because I don't preach on tithes and offerings a whole lot. I'm not afraid to. I just try to follow the Lord. Amen. There's a lot we're going to be preaching on in 2024 and teaching on because I'm setting you up for failure if I don't. Amen. So look, in 2023, we have done a lot of stepping back up and upgrading. We've talked about this. I usually don't preach these kind of messages till after the first of the year. I don't really know why this is coming right now. But God knows why. Amen. 
Praise the Lord. We've done a lot of upgrading. We've done some improvements. Amen. We'll continue to do those things as we go. Hallelujah. Praise God. But in 2024, God is telling this house, it's time for you to wake up. Amen. It's time for you to stop your inactivity. You got to get active for me. Amen. People, a wise man once told me, amen. Praise God. I hope he hears this. Hallelujah. We were driving over this property well before we owned the property. As a matter of fact, it's before we even owned this building, I think. Amen. And we we're driving over that property. And, and, and he, I said, this to some people might be kind of out here a little bit. And it's at the edge of town. It's in the city of Paris. So it's not out here. Amen. He said, well, Steve, that don't matter. They'll drive for a church that's alive. Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Remember, this is not a message of condemning nobody, but this is a message of encouragement and God laying it out on the line. And he's saying, look, your traditions, new life for a number of years have been a certain thing. You've done work for me. I believe this is my heart. I'm speaking. I believe this is what God's saying to me. You've done work for me. You've reached people for me. You've ministered to people for me. You've seen souls saved. You've had water baptisms for me. You've done a lot of work for me. And, and I understand that. But what you've done for me, amen, it, 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 there, there's more to it that I want to release through you. But you have to put, put the traditions that you're used to. You, come on now. You have to put the traditions that you're used to and that you've been walking in, you got to put them off to the side, amen. I told somebody this a few, uh, uh, a few days ago, or, or maybe it's Jeanette. I might even mention this to our elders before. Unfortunately, we've developed some bad habits at New Life, and we got to break them. That's part of what God's saying. You see, these traditions you guys have been walking in, this is not what I called you to do. It's not what I called you to be. There are people that have had visions of tent revivals up here. One of them, after my mom went home to be with the Lord, he had a vision of a tent revival over here on this land. And, and he said, as I got closer to the door of the tent, I couldn't go into the tent, but in the spirit, as I got closer to the door of the tent, I kept hearing this angelic voice. And, and, and he said, you know, I got almost to where I could go in, but I couldn't go in. And who did I hear? It was your mother. She'd already been home with the Lord. She'd done gone home with the Lord. Amen. This is one reason I don't want to just have a tent revival to have a tent revival. That's okay. Nothing wrong with revivals. They're good and they, they, you know, they, they get people encouraged and built up in the Lord. Amen. But what I'm looking for and what I believe this church is going to participate in is, 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 is it's all God. It's all the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe it with all my heart. So, guys, what are we saying today? As our praise and worship team comes, amen, we want to go into a little worship. and Thank you guys for your faithfulness. I love you all so much. and Your talents and abilities are really uh, escalating. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord's simply saying, new life, I'm calling you forth. successful times in my life are when I'm out here praying and seeking my God's face things just happen I could try as hard as I can to make a living I try as hard as I can to sell real estate I've been a licensed realtor for 32 years don't hold that against me or anything 
but I could try as hard as I can, Terry, to sell a house. Friend, maybe this is what's wrong, brother. I don't know. If it is, forgive me. And, you know, I'm out there beating the bushes and trying to stir things up myself. And it's like when I'm out here, Pastor Mark, walking across here, praying, seeking God's face, brother, it's kind of like God just brings me buyers and sellers. He puts them all together. Getting ready to close Tuesday on this last project that, that really assumed my priority, unfortunately, instead of the church for about 90 days now, which is extremely fast to flip a house. Right, Mitch? Extremely fast, really. I let it keep me from being out here seeking God's face. But God's telling me, Matt, Steve, it's time. I gave you this project. I'm going to bless you because of this project. But it's time you got back out here and started walking in this river again. This altar area, back and forth, praying, seeking God's face. For you, for this house, praise and worship team, the upcoming ministries that we have. You see, he tells us in his word, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of its righteousness, amen. And all these things will be added to you. You need a blessing, you seek God's face. In seeking his face, for me, I become obedient to the Lord. Whatever that may be, whatever he's dealing with me about. Amen. So in seeking his face, when you become obedient to the Lord, he honors that. And things just start doing this. It just falls in line. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I promise you, church. God loves you. God's for you. He's not against you. Amen. We changed things up a little bit today. And we've already said why. And that's okay. We're going to go into some praise and worship. Would you stand with me this afternoon, this morning? Look, we're still in the morning hour, so we got some time. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, mighty King. Father, in Jesus' name, we just worship you and we honor you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for such a challenging word as today. Father, you know that this word has been, Lord God, to encourage and to challenge as we move into 2024. Father, we want to worship you and honor you in spirit and in truth right now. Lord, I thank you for us. Yes, Lord. I thank you for a very significant anointing of your spirit resting upon this praise and worship team right now as they lead us into praise and worship this morning. Lord, may we worship you in spirit and in truth. May we honor you, O oh God, in Jesus' name. We thank you. 